Hey, well, welcome back to our campaign, Hashtag Follow, where we are exploring what it means to be a follower of Jesus. I don't know about you, but over this time, I felt like I'm learning all over again what it means to be a follower. You know, there's been many times on my Christian walk that I have just seemed to lose my footing a bit on the journey. There's been times that I felt like I'm an awful follower. And, you know, if you've ever felt like that or you are feeling like that, then I want you to know you are in good company today. You might be sitting there going, well, actually, I'm not sure if I want to be a follower of Jesus. Maybe you haven't made that decision yet to follow Jesus. Can I assure you, it's one of the best things that I've ever decided to do. And I'm going to pray over these next few moments that Holy Spirit, you would come and that you would reveal yourself to each and every one of us that Lord, over these next few moments, we would have a sure reality of you, Jesus, that you would make better followers out of us and that Lord, you would add to the following as people over these next few moments, make a decision to follow you. Do you believe that? If you're amen in that, why don't you put an amen in the chat or put up some heart emojis? Because I believe that God is going to move powerfully over these next few moments if we allow him to. I just want to bring our attention to a great follower in the Bible. We find him in Genesis and it's the story of Noah. Most people know Noah. It was the big um it was the guy with the big floating zoo in his story. And I just want to pull out from Noah some of the things I think he did that made him a faithful follower that we can pick up on for ourselves. I remember when I was a teenager, when I was reading this story, I came across this real practical piece of scripture that I remember highlighting. It was just a little scripture. But I remember putting it away and going, you know what? I think God will make a sermon out of that one day. And yeah, you know, last week um, I was reminded by the Holy Spirit to go get my teenage Bible out and look at what I'd highlighted in this story. Now, if you've got teenagers or young people knocking about your house right now, maybe they're upstairs, would you shout them? Would you call them down to come and get their butt on the sofa? Because I really believe this is a message for the whole family today. I often think about the next generation when I'm preparing my messages, but I just felt prompting to remind our young people to be immersed in the word, to be tuning in because God really wants to speak to you. You're not just the church of tomorrow. You're the church of the today. And we need you listening up big time. Amen. If you've got young people you're praying for or you're connected with, why don't you let us know in the chat so we can pray with you for their lives. Now, I got my teenage Bible and this is what was highlighted. It was at the moment of the story where Noah had built the boat. He'd loaded it up with all the gear, all the food was on there and all the species were on there. He'd got every kind of animal and his family were now on there. And this is what it said next. The Lord shut him in. The Lord closed the door. And I remember reading that in that moment and going, God... I don't want to be anywhere else in this world but shut in on your plan. God, I don't want to go anywhere else. I don't want to be on the other side of your will. God, I'm in. Would you make sure I'm in? Would you make sure I'm in before you shut the door? Because I want to be shut in on your call for my life. And that's what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus. And I want to ask you today, are you prepared to be shut 
in? Are you prepared, even if that looks like going into a space that looks dingy, a space that is going to be stinky, a space that looks confined, a space that makes no sense of whether it's going to be productive? Because remember, Noah went into the ark before there was any sign of the need for the ark, before there was any sign of a flood. Yet without question, he went on in. And sometimes I think faith without seeing is some of the most exciting kind of faith that we can follow. And so are you ready? Are you prepared to be shut in on the things of God? And so I think from just a few things um, in Noah's account that indicate to us how we can be faithful followers like that, I just want to unpack over these next few moments. The first thing to understand is that, you know, Noah was part of a culture at the time, a society that was really corrupt. There was a lot of inhumane things going on, a lot of sin, a lot of detestable things. It was so bad that God looked down on it and it made him regret making the human race. And we're about to approach the biggest pandemic the world has ever seen because God, it's necessary for God to create a flood to wipe out all of the evil. And... Noah wouldn't have been a particular favoured person in his society. He wasn't one of the grand people. He wasn't very famous. He probably was at the bottom of the system. And But, you know, what I think made Noah such a faithful follower is that he knew where his favour came from. And this is number one. Followers find their favour. It said this about Noah. But Noah found favour where? In the eyes of the Lord. That's Genesis chapter 6 verse 8. He found favour in the eyes of the Lord. I want to say this to you. You might not always be someone's favourite. But you have found favour in the eyes of God. Stop looking to the left and the right to find your favour. Know where your favour comes from. It comes from his eyes. I don't know how best to explain the favour of God other than this. When I go on the school run to pick up my little boy from school, I make sure I get into a position where he can see me. I don't care if there's a crowd. I kind of, I'm not polite. I'll push past and make sure I'm at the front. I'll be waving my hands about. I, uh, everyone will think I'm waving at them, but I'm not, I'm only waving for his benefit. However, I know, and there's been times where I know my son has approached the school door with this narrative he's built up in his head that, well, if she's not there, well, if she hasn't come to pick me up. And there was a season when my son got quite insecure and he would often cry and get panicky every time it came to the end of school because he just had this fear that I wasn't going to be there. Sometimes you see your children, they come out, they're looking for you and though your eyes on them and you can see them, they can't see you anywhere because it's so crowded. And you know, that's what it's like with God. His eye is forever on you. He is flapping blessing over you. He is watching you. Yet sometimes we cannot see him in the crowd and we're looking around and sometimes we go in ourselves and then we look down we look to the wrong places to find if we are favored and the whole time his gaze has not been broken upon us and that's what it's like to have God's favor and you know when we reciprocate that favor when we lock eyes 
with God's eyes. We have a confidence rise up in us. You know, children of God, people who know who they are following, they come out of that school gate with a boldness that says, you know what, even if there is a crowd, I know, even if I can't see, I know my father is out here waiting for me. And so they begin to shout, hey, dad, where are you? Dad, I know you're here. And that kind of hunger is irresistible to God because you know what, he'll just get out and he'll come pick you up, swing you on his shoulder and carry you for the crowd and take you home because that is the only reason that he is there is to have a gaze and a favor upon you that's what it's like to have the favor of God bestowed on your head you are favored by God you are favored in the eyes of God but are you looking for his eye followers find their favor number two followers find their fellowship it says about Noah that Noah was a righteous man blameless among the people of his time when he walked faithfully with God. Another version says that he walked in fellowship with God. He walked talking and walking with God. He was in fellowship with him. And that's why he was able to build a big ark because God was close enough to him and he was close enough to God to hear the details. You know, God often has a beautiful plan for you that he is excited to tell you about. He has like whole presentations about your life and what it's going to look like. He's excited and he wants to draw you in on that plan. I remember when God wanted to tell Abraham the plan for his life and his presentation looked like looking up at the stars and seeing how many his descendants would be. God is often wanting to draw you in. He's excited about your life. But we have to walk in close fellowship with him if we're going to hear the details of what it's going to look like and what we're going to need and what materials we need to get a hold of, how we should build and what colors to use. It's so exciting following after Jesus. But we've got to get in close fellowship with him. Find your fellowship and you know, not only do we have fellowship with him, but followers have fellowship with other followers. Well, what does that look like when we can't as a fellowship come together in our church? I've made this personal decision that, you know, I'm not ready to come back to corporate fellowship until I've truly understood what the definition is of fellowship. Because fellowship is without walls. I can connect with the people of God. I can find ways to fellowship without this building. I want to make sure that I can do it without the crutch of the church. And so I love it over this time. Our men together in fellowship, they're about to embark upon a fast to be in fellowship with God, but in fellowship with each other, even though they're not together in body. And I'm believing amazing things are going to come from that time together. You know, winning, we're not going to trail behind. I'm going to be communicating intentionally with you over the next few weeks about how we can strategically fellowship and connect with one another. And I'm praying that God is going to bring about divine connections and opportunities of fellowship fellowship and friendships that we wouldn't have had if church was going on as normal. I'm praying that God is going to bring you fellowships and widen your circle with things you didn't, with people you didn't think should cross your path. You know, when Noah went into the ark, he didn't go alone. Yeah, he took his family, but he was in there with a whole host of different species that he would not have fellowshiped with had the pandemic not 
come. There was all sorts of, sorts of animals that he was going to be communing with and learning about and doing life with. And it's incredible what can happen in our fellowship when we allow God to use even a pandemic to help us fellowship. Amen. So Luton Christian Fellowship, what does that really mean over this time? I think we're going to really unpack it in all its trueness. Amen. The third thing followers do, followers find their food. You heard there that Noah was in fellowship with lots of animals over this time. And what he had to do, it said in the Bible, that you are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it away as food for you and for them. Noah had to prepare the ark with lots of food. Followers find their food. Now, it is it's true that we can be iron sharpens iron and we can get encouraged by one another but we mustn't just feed off each other if all we do is feed off each other we're gonna end up as a load of dry bones followers find their own food followers can feed themselves and you know it's really easy in this time because we're not in corporate church where we can look at who has come and we can pick up with people that maybe have fallen away well here online it's harder because no one's watching you if you switch off no one's watching you if you disengage no one's watching if you just switch on but leave the room no one's watching how much you're eating and you know we as your pastors we can provide a table we can bring some food for service but it's really down to you if you eat the food that a follower eats when I'm talking about food I'm not just talking about the food that fills your belly I'm talking about the food that fills your soul we get filled up on every word that comes out of the mouth of Jesus and you know over this pandemic people are dying because of coronavirus but people are also dying because they've got no hope and we're really intentional about feeding people food over this time but are we feeding people the kind of food that feels their soul because Jesus is our hope Jesus is the one that changes everything Jesus is the one that gives us health a full life and all its abundance and so what are you feeding yourself with only you know what your appetite needs right now only you know about the nutrition you need right now and so followers they feed themselves and yeah the more you feed yourself the more that you are able to provide food for others but don't let that be the bottom line amen and then the fourth thing the last thing and I'm coming in to close is this that followers find their fruit as we come to the end of the journey of the ark Noah has a bird that eventually comes to the window and has an olive branch in his mouth And that demonstrates that the floods come into an end and that there is fruit and that flourishing is going to take place, that there's new life. And your followers, you'll know that you're Jesus' followers because they will bear much fruit. Even in the tough times, even in the fight, you are producing fruit that you might not be able to see, but it's really productive. And I'm asking that over this time as a church that, How much we flourish is not going to be restricted by walls. Because you know what? The box has been broken. And when we first got here to be your pastors, one of the first campaigns we did was planted in this house. We will flourish. And yeah, we're planted in this house. 
but not to stay here. We're planted here so that we may flourish. And I'm praying that our flourishing will not be restricted or limited to walls and ceilings, but we would flourish. Jesus came to give us life and life in abundance and followers find their fruit. Followers flourish. And so I want to close here by praying this prayer. God's got a plan for your life. God intends for you to flourish even in this season, even if it feels like you're fighting right now to flourish and to find your fruit. And I'm going to pray for those of you who maybe haven't decided that you want to be a follower of Jesus, but you're feeling something right now bubble up in your heart that's saying, I don't know why, but I need to pray this next prayer and I need to be a follower. Then you can pray this with me as I do it. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you have favoured me even though I didn't deserve it because of all the rubbish I have done in my life. Father, I thank you for sending your son to die on a cross so that I could be forgiven and have true fellowship with you. I ask now, Lord, that you come into my heart, that you help me to live on your word to feed myself and everything that comes out of your mouth that Lord I would now be fruitful that I would walk and flourish as a follower of Jesus in Jesus name Amen you know if you prayed that prayer or as I was praying it something was going on in your heart that you can't explain then can I encourage you if you're on our church online platform there's going to be a button come up there's going to be a team of people waiting to talk with you to answer more questions to give you more information and pray with you so please don't hesitate in clicking that button if you're watching on catch up or any other platform on social media please don't leave it please get in touch with us by email by our website by any social media or in the comments because we would love to give you more information about being a follower of Jesus. Amen, church. I hope you have a brilliant week. We love you and go on and follow Jesus. Amen.